You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Hey y'all, welcome. Before we get into today's practice, I just want to take a minute to first say thank you. A bunch of you have signed up for the Spring Equinox Meditation Retreat that I've never met before, and I'm so pumped to meet some new faces, to meet some new listeners. And it's one last call out. The retreat is coming up this Saturday, March 20th, and I would love for you to join It is so fun for me to get to meet you guys. It is so fun for me to hear your stories. And in particular, if this monthly series on the elements is resonating, this is the meditation retreat you are going to want to do. We're taking all of these practices just a touch deeper to really connect us to the elements, the experience, and the intentions of what spring can offer us. I would love for you to be there. Remember, it is donation only. Don't let money stop you. Show up. Sit in community. Cameras on, cameras off. I don't care. I just want you to be there. You can check out the show notes for a link to more details. Now, let's get into today's episode on water. Well, officially welcome. Um, We are moving into the element of water. And as I was just sharing before I hit record, I'm going back and forth between wind and water being my favorite element. I I really think it's wind. I think that's the truth. But water is such a close second because water is life. Like it's so crucial. It is so all-encompassing of our experience that it's such a valuable element for us to work with in meditation. You know, we know water in this myriad of forms from waterfalls and mist and rivers, oceans, streams, tears. It gives us such a vast array of context to work with when we're thinking about working with elements. You know, wind is wind, right? And it can be wind in different spaces, at different speeds and different volumes, but wind is wind. And in many ways, fire is fire, right? Maybe it's a small little ember, maybe it's a big raging torrent, but it is fire. But water is so vast. It takes so many forms. And you know, it's been interesting. So as you all know at this point, I'm working on this app called Shoreline. And although it is about meditating in nature itself, and it covers all the elements and a myriad of experiences, the through line of it is really water. Because for so many of us, we have that shoreline, right? The one that feels like some version of home for us. And in the experience of working on this app over the course of 10, 11 months at this point, I have listened to, I am not joking, hundreds of water soundscapes, hundreds from 
trickles and gurgles and drips to huge ocean waves and the difference between the sounds on the Atlantic coast versus the Pacific coast. And I mean, it's fascinating, completely fascinating. And in my conversations about water with Gordon Hempton, who's the person who's recorded all of these sounds, you know, the thing that he said that really struck out to me, that stood out to me is that water's ultimate goal is to reach the center of the earth. Water's ultimate goal is to reach the center of the earth. And it is a goal that it never achieves. It never actually makes it all the way to the center of the earth. And so like first and foremost, the lesson we get from water is it's not about the goal. It's not about the achievement itself. It's about the journey. And the journey that water takes is always the path of least resistance. Always. When I think about water and what's come up for me in my practices, the key takeaways for me have been perseverance, inevitability, and surprise. And so I want to take the sort of visual experiential context of water and let's reflect it inwards on our internal landscape. We think about the fact that it's always moving. Water is always moving. The only thing it's concerned with is its own flow. So the element of water for us is inviting us to, to keep moving, to prevent stagnation. One of the key places this shows up is the way it can be very, very easy to feel better in a crappy situation than risk the unknown, right? Sometimes it feels better to stay in the yuck because we know it and we know how to respond to it versus moving out of that into I don't know what. Movement's reminding us, keep, or water is reminding us, keep moving, keep flowing, right? The path of least resistance is this act of let go, let go, let go. Stop holding on. Stop clinging so tightly. Let yourself flow a little bit. That's an interesting experience to look for those moments of flow, say yes to them, and then see what comes up next. Yeah. Perseverance for me is this perpetual flow. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep moving, whether it's a stream moving towards the ocean, whether it's groundwater sinking further and further down towards the center. It's that trusting of truth, trusting of your own journey. I just had the sweetest email from a podcast listener who has been meditating for a while and she's been on her own healing journey for a while. And she, she shared that it's been slow. Healing is a slow journey. And maybe for the first time, she says she trusts that she'll get there. And I think that is the biggest step we can make, is not actually reaching the end, but figuring out how to trust that we're going to get where we're supposed to get, that the journey is worth it, right? That's perseverance, is keep going even when I don't see a clear end in sight. 
that inevitability is water's journey towards the earth center and it's our journey towards that spiritual center or heart center. And it's inevitable in this practice. If you are working this practice, really, truly practicing, sitting with it, visiting every day, we end up in the heart center. Whether we're consciously trying to or not, this is where the practice takes us. It starts with mindfulness, at least for us, right? Because that's, that's the lens I'm teaching through. It starts with the mind. But no matter what, if we keep showing up, inevitably, we start falling into compassion, into that awakened heart space. And then that last element of surprise, you know, water, it wears down the biggest boulders. It moves huge tree trunks. It cuts through land itself. Not by force. Remember, it's the path of least resistance. And yet, monumental change comes with it. So we keep showing up. We keep doing these little, you know, seemingly little practices. 10, 20 minutes on a cushion. And then we glance back over our shoulder at the last decade and we think, excuse my language, holy shit. How did that happen? Who's this person now? Right? That's huge. And it it really does take time. You can't look back most of the time. You can't look back at yesterday and be like, oh, wow, my meditation practice is really improving. It doesn't happen that often. But when you give yourself enough time so that you can look back over six months or over a year or two years or five years, the amount of change you see can be jaw-dropping. So before we practice tonight, I brought a little story to read. And some of you have heard this before. This is one of my favorite teaching stories. I shared it in my very first retreat I ever taught, actually, and several times since. So this is a little parable that starts the beginning of a book called Illusions by Richard Bach, which is a beautiful and tiny little story, very inspirational. And so this parable begins... Once there lived a village of creatures along the bottom of a great crystal river. The current of the river swept silently over them all, young and old, rich and poor, good and evil. The current going its own way, knowing only its own crystal self. Each creature in its own manner clung tightly to the twigs and rocks of the river bottom, for clinging was their way of life. And resisting the current was what each had learned from birth. But one creature said at last, I am tired of clinging. And though I cannot see it with my eyes, I trust the current knows where it is going. I shall let go and let it take me where it will. Clinging, I shall die of boredom. The other creatures laughed and said, fool, let go and that current you worship will throw you tumbled and smashed across the rocks and you will die quicker than of boredom. But the one heeded them not and taking a breath, did let go, and at once was tumbled and smashed by the current across the rocks. Yet in time, 
As the creature refused to cling again, the current lifted him free from the bottom, and he was bruised and hurt no more. And the creatures downstream, to whom he was a stranger, cried, See a miracle, a creature like ourselves, yet he flies. See the Messiah, come to save us all. And the one carried in the current said, I am no more Messiah than you. The river delights to lift us free, if only we dare let go. Our true work is this voyage, this adventure. So the river delights in lifting us free. And we will work the practice that we have been working all month of moving through the elements. And you know wind. It sweeps us clean, it dries us out. And you know fire. It burns up what is no longer serving us. And it burns it not to destroy it. It burns it so that all that richness, all the nutrients and nourishment that is deep inside that is brought up in ash and we're able to absorb it. Right? We're able to absorb the lessons, the goodness of what no longer serves. And we absorb it through water. Okay? So let's practice. Go ahead and find a seat. If you've already been seated, give yourself a moment just to wiggle around. Make sure blood's flowing through your legs. You let your hands rest down onto your lap, palms face down. When you're ready, you can let your eyes close. Take this first moment just to simply feel yourself here. To feel yourself in essence at the bottom of your own crystal river. Allowing your body to settle into the cushion or chair beneath you. And when you're ready, drawing a deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling a sigh out of the mouth. And we'll do that once more, inhaling deeply, really fill up your belly, your lungs, your ribs. Nice full exhale out of the mouth, let it all go. And allowing your breath to flow. Taking time to simply savor just those first few breaths in and out. Allowing there to be a sweetness and an ease to the way that you sit. The way that you breathe. And the way that you talk to yourself as you practice. And we'll start our practice as always just by silently saying, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as that intention settles into your mind, into your body, 
you might decide today to also add. If I continue to cling, I might die of boredom. So I will let go. So I will let go. When you let go of any need to control or shape your breath, you get to just sit and breathe. And you'll let go of any need to hold your body up in a certain shape or in a certain way. And perhaps you can feel your body just melt down into the supports beneath it. Letting all the edges of the body soften. So that everything feels smooth and rounded. And you allow for a subtle lift and length in your spine. creating a nice path of flow inside your body. And the shoulders might drop back and down. And the crown of the head reaches up. Allowing all the muscles of the face to let go. Perhaps you can even feel from the center of your head out in all directions. A sense of letting go. And from the center of the throat out in all directions. A sense of letting go. And from the center of the heart out in all directions. A sense of letting go. And from the center of the belly, letting go. And from the floor of the pelvis, let go. breath flows and our body rests smooth and rounded
And as we breathe, we call to mind the experience of wind. We know this one. We know the sound, we know the texture, the feel. And we invite the element of wind to sweep through the inside of our bodies. leaving no corner untouched. And as the wind sweeps through us, drying us out, clearing us out, if you'd like, you could silently say the seed sound. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. Allowing wind to move through for one more minute here. And gradually we feel the wind fading away. And our awareness drops down to the center of the belly. And it's here that we feel that first spark of fire. A fire not meant to destroy but rather to rejuvenate, to free up what is most needed. And so our breath fans the flames with a sense of safety and a sense of trust you allow that fire to burn through you. Perhaps you see it Perhaps you hear it or you smell it. Allow the fire to burn. Burning away what's no longer needed, what's no longer serving. While allowing the richness of those lessons to remain. As we breathe and we burn, you might silently say to yourself, 
ram 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 Gradually those flames begin to die. Maybe you see those last remnants of smoke. And you allow all the nutrients of that ash to fall towards the floor. And your breath flows. And your awareness drops down right between the navel and the pelvic floor. The center of gut, of intuition, creativity. The waters of the womb. you breathe and you let go into that flow of water. Allowing water to follow its own path of least resistance. Enjoying the journey. The voyage. The adventure. The river delights in setting us free if only we dare let go. So we let go into the current of the water and silently we say vom, 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 vom.
I feel that flow of water. Allowing it to settle a bit. Our awareness dropping down to the very base of the pelvis. And here against the earth, we feel earth. Rich, fertile soil. An earthiness that reminds us that constant, constant growth is available. And so in whatever way you allow yourself to feel filled with earth. Perhaps you see the rich, dark soil, you smell it. You feel the balance between the heat of the sun and the cooling of the moon. The drying of the wind and the moisture of the water. All the elements landing us grounded and safe in earth. And it's here that we repeat lum. Lum, 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 lum. Lum, 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 lum. Lum, 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 lum. Gradually, we feel that interplay of all the elements within us. As you savor this last minute or so of silence and breathing, perhaps you'll just ask yourself, what would happen if I refused to cling? What would happen if I refused to cling?
You feel your breath flow here. And without any need to tighten up, without any need to grasp hold, you might just wiggle your fingers and your toes. Exploring your edges in a soft way. Gradually, our breath deepens. When you're ready, you're going to draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer. And I think tonight, let's rub our hands together. Let's rub to feel heat and friction to ground ourselves back in our body in the present moment. When your hands are nice and warm, just go ahead and cup them over your eyes for a moment. Just allow the heat from your hands to sink through skin all the way towards the center of the brain, just reawakening and enlivening you. With your hands over your eyes, you might blink your eyes open, letting the first bit of light seep in. Then your hands fall away and the practice comes to a close. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.